0: Se largó el Gran Premio de México A ver, movió bien Vertapen Tardó algo Russell Se le viene Lewis Hamilton Checo Pérez en el cuarto lugar Ahora van a ir a posicionarse Checo se abre Se abre detrás de los hombres de Mercedes Viene primero el Red Bull Pero miren como vienen los Mercedes Quieren, aquí está el ganador Max Verstappen. Ganó el Gran Premio de México
1: Impresionante el ritmo de Max What is going on, everybody?
0: <laughs> this is a good start.
1: not nah, <laughs> Welcome back to not on this toke. Dica- <laughs> not on this occasion oh, is God. what it's called. Um, I don't know. I don't know, Delaney. I, I can feel it in the air tonight. Uh oh. I think, I think we're ready to celebrate tonight.
0: <gasps> are we? What are we celebrating, Noel? <laughs>
1: i think we're ready to celebrate our knowledge tonight
0: <laughs> okay
1: i just decided i'm gonna so send. Ready. i'm gonna send my professor this podcast do it so, hello
0: noel's professor
1: all right all right <laughs> professor i'm okay. noel I, i've probably already talked more on this than i have ever in class i'm delaney that's delaney who is a huge fan i'm a huge of fan your, of of um i can't even think of what it's called now celebration of knowledge <laughs> Celebration
0: of knowledge and your five-point funds <laughs> So, You're a professor. I wish I would have had in college.
1: Professor, you don't have to stick around for this, but by the time I am able to tell you this, the Brazilian Grand Prix would have already passed. Fact. So the next race after that, Abu Dhabi Grand Prix, November twentieth. It'll be on Sunday morning at eight in the morning. Fuck. So if you, it'll be on ESPN. You're a sports guy. I know you like sports. You probably got ESPN. It'll be on one of those ESPN channels. Yeah. And so um, you should give it a watch. And I'm, I'm not gonna say. I'm going to give you a test, but But, but I heard through the grapevine that there might be rain that day. And you know what happens when there is rain? There just might be lightning. You never know when lightning's going to strike. So you better anticipate that lightning strike that day. Maybe, maybe. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. Uh, But anyway, we can actually start this podcast now.
0: Love it. Yes, we can.
1: It's F1. It's the Mexican Grand Prix. Um, We got a little bit more than that to talk about because we I don't do. know if you checked out the Mexican Grand Prix, but it, you know.
0: It was a snoozer. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely was taking a nap during it, but that's okay. Um, Plot twist. We're probably not going to talk much about the Mexican Grand Prix. There's like one or two points that we want to talk about, but other than that, it's like, it's a pretty uneventful race for the most part. And we have other motorsports slash F1 news that we'd like to share so we're going to start with that starting with our continuation of our talk about women in motorsports from our last episode last main episode not the sprint episode um some f2 news which Noel's favorite um we have an up-and-coming an up-and-coming driver in f2 named tatiana calderon she is coming into the f2 scene starting next year um she is taking um she's technically coming back into f2 for the second time after starring in her first season of indycar last year um she's leaving due to sponsorship sponsorship issues um and she is taking so she is taking kem bullock baski and i'm so sorry if i completely butchered that we literally had to like look it up audience your turn your mic is turned your mic there you go
1: you're in the audience
0: (laughs) if you're in the audience um I don't know. Please, I don't know how to pronounce it properly. Everybody, you can email us. Email us to give us a good pronunciation. But um, he originally came from Formula E, um, which then opened up the bigger argument of like Formula E is to be taken seriously and like he all this stuff.
1: from Formula 1 eSports.
0: Yes, eSports. <laughs> so um, meaning he literally drove Formula yeah, video 1 game. video game and then st- is now in a Formula Two driver. Well not anymore because was, was. didn't score any points. <laughs> yeah. So we'll see how she does. This is technically her second season in Formula Two um, after leaving IndyCar. So it's exciting. Um like you know, I just we literally just talked about representation in the sport and now we're getting some next year, so we shall see.
1: Yeah, she did
0: let us know. Our IndyCar corner over all here. All
1: right. An in IndyCar. She drive she drove for AJ Foyt, which is not a very good team. I don't think she almost, her best finish was 15th. Okay. She, I do think she almost won a race because it looked like it was going to rain out. Like she was in like a prime spot. Like if it rained, she was leading and like on fuel strategy or whatever. Um, She almost won the Indian Jeep, Indian, Indy Car GP. Almost got lucky and got a win there but that was the race she ended up finishing 15th but yeah her sponsor was like rocket something i don't remember rocket what it,
0: mortgage no, no it's
1: um rocket i don't i don't i don't even know what it is honestly but f1 fans may remember them because they were supposed to sponsor williams in 2020 and then they just dropped out yeah so it's not a very reliable sponsor and they did not have enough Money to fund that car for the rest of the season. So she yep. left after mid-Ohio. So first year, I mean, A.J. Foyt is not a really good team anymore. So,
0: But, yeah, that's that's my only news for my corner. We are now on to Noel's NASCAR corner. All right, bow, all, bow,
1: right bow. all right, all right. Wicked-ass shit in NASCAR this week. The thing that everyone probably saw this week is uh, Ross Chastain fucking on the last lap. For those of you who don't know, and I'm not going to explain it right now, Maybe that will be a YouTube... like it's. Nah, I don't even know if it could be a sprint episode, but maybe a YouTube video one day. I'll try to explain the NASCAR playoffs. But basically, yeah. the last round is this weekend, or it'll be already passed by the time I upload this, probably. But uh, Ross Chastain is fighting to get into this last round. He needs two more spots, and he just fucking wall... He just fucking floors it it's along crazy. the wall. And he passed, like, five guys, and I... Was watching this at the same time in the Mexican Grand Prix. I was watching on um, my Mexican Grand Prix on my phone, and it was probably while you were texting me. Yeah, this happened, and it was like honestly, kind of like scary, like because yeah. they just showed the thing, and then he just appears out of nowhere. He's like, "Why is there a car going so fast, <laughs> and you don't even know what happens?" Yeah, and Philip, I mean, this was like freaked out. Like he <laughs> freaked out because I Ross Chastain is his favorite driver, and oh
0: my god, he like.
1: Freaked like Abu Dhabi levels of shit. <laughs> like that's the way I was going oh, to try so to explain crazy. this is like, this is basically like the closest thing to Abu Dhabi last year for yeah, this yeah. NASCAR thing. And it's like fucking crazy. Like it's the craziest thing I've ever seen in a race. And
0: it w- yeah, it was like for, for those that don't know or don't like watch NASCAR, NASCAR's an oval and they have walls and this, this guy literally just took the side of his car push it up against the wall and just like slingshotted himself around the corner. Like it was kind of, it was when I first saw it, I was like, Oh no, it's a crash. And then when I figured out that he was doing it on purpose, I was like, what the fuck? I was like, that's crazy.
1: Um, it's, uh, in
0: the radios of the other cars getting past, <laughs> they were like, what? Oh my God. You see that guy? Like, Wow. <laughs>
1: It's uh, only possible because the track they're at Martinsville is basically like two hairpin turns and then some short straightaways. So oh, okay. it's basically not possible at any other track. You could do it, but you're going to lose too much speed because he junked his car. So he wouldn't have. Yeah. I mean, you would lose too much speed by the time you get to the start finish line. So yeah, that's um, the
0: question though. It was was it worth it because his car is kind of a little. Well, they've the got
1: they've got probably time. heaps of them because Ross Chastain drives for Pitbull. So. <gasps>
0: full circle everybody <laughs> track house racing <laughs> full fucking circle i remember the name let's go so i bet you kimmy Reagan. it was in the background like boah. i don't <laughs>
1: <laughs> i don't know about that one but oh,
0: did he only run for one race yeah he finished
1: like last i think he oh. wrecked he got crashed so kimmy um, so that is what happened uh, in NASCAR this weekend. It's the fucking craziest thing I've ever seen. Go look it up if you haven't seen it. It's got like 10 million views on Twitter.
0: It's crazy. Um,
1: everyone else was talking about, like, immediately, like, that can never happen again. NASCAR's got to do something to ban this. And I'm like,
0: How? Why? come on, guys.
1: It's been like an hour. Can't you just have can't fun we just, once yeah. in a while? Like, <laughs> can't we, can't
0: we it's not going to happen
1: until next spring when they go back there. Like
0: it's, Exactly, yeah. Um,
1: and even, and just, hey. say, just say, don't do it.
0: <laughs> you know what he did? Now look
1: at me. And this
0: opportunity
1: is standing right in front of me.
0: One thing I know literally, hey, literally he literally. was like he was like, Oh, I wonder if I could do that. Just did it yes, I just, supposedly
1: I to he didn't test he didn't they've got like the simulators and stuff. He says he did it, he used to do it on NASCAR two thousand five for the GameCube when he was a kid. <laughs>
0: And he oh, just crazy. thought of
1: it then. And he's he was like, like, you
0: know what? I'm going to lose either way. So if, if, if this crashes out, I'm not going to make it anyway. So I'm just going to fuck it. Which, I mean,
1: you know, I played NASCAR 2001 for the PlayStation 2. And I used to do stuff like that. But
0: it's a video game, bro. Like That's not your life. Yeah. Like... <laughs> Like if that would have gone, sideways, it, if if he would've would've gone sideways, like hit it in a wrong way and just spun out, he would have taken out everybody. Oh, my I God. didn't even
1: know what to say. Like, when I saw Abu Dhabi, I freaked out, but for this, I was like in shock. I was yeah. like, What? And it actually worked. <laughs> like,
0: yeah, it did work. He did it.
1: So, yeah, <laughs> so yeah, that's, that's our uh, NASCAR quarter. That's NASCAR. Um, next up. I read it this time. It's the budget cap. <laughs> Yay, Nolan did his
0: research. We also have both executive producers in the studio today. So if you hear them, one of them is dead or he's asleep. He's fucking out.
1: <laughs> Shit's so boring. he fell asleep.
0: Yeah, he's definitely sleeping. He ate all of his raw food. He's like, oh my God.
1: So the budget cap, the official findings and sentence came out for the budget cap. Yes. This past week or sometime. Yes, it did. Sometime? And so,
0: those not paying attention, Red Bull is the one being under investigated. Aston Martin did also get fined. Aston Martin
1: got something, but they uh, the Red Bull's the big story. Red yes. Bull is the big story. So, um, Red Bull, according to their findings, went $2 million or euros or something, 2 million somethings over the budget cap. Whoa. <laughs>
0: That's why I was making that face. Okay. I was like, "Oh
1: shit!" They went two million over, and so they were fined seven million dollars, euros, something. They right, were fined right. seven million somethings, currencies, um, for that. And a um, couple interesting things about this is that first of all, the FIA said that if a tax credit had been applied correctly, they only would have been four hundred thousand dollars over the budget cap. Only. Which is which is great because the only thing I learned from my tax class last spring oh, is that yeah. I don't fucking know how tax credits work. Yeah. And clearly neither do the accountants at Red Bull. No. And so I'm very humbled. No, I'm very, I'm very happy that I'm in the same boat as the accounts at Red Bull because they fuck, they <laughs> hey, got a, get a job. one million, one and a half million dollar fuck up for that, yeah, and it costed them seven million dollars. But I mean, we joked about it how like seven million is like oh seven million for Red Bull or whatever, but that is kind of a lot, a lot yeah. <laughs> and Christian Horner said that it could be. And they lost, I think, ten percent R R and D time. Like it's going to go down by ten percent. They can't use it. Right. And Christian Horner which said that that could be. Which wind tunnel time. Yeah. So <laughs> Christian Horner said it could be worth half a second in time. Yeah. Which sounds like, but if, if you're watching this, and you're like, well, half a 2nd That's fucking. But that's, that's everything. That's like just happened. It just happened. It just happened. But like, yeah, it's a lot in F one terms. Like it that is. could be, that that could be them in the midfield next year. Who knows? Oh, which would be crazy.
0: But also, after everything kind of went down, there was a very long press conference that I read the entire article about. Because I was really, I was genuinely interested. I was like, where the fuck did this money come from? Like, where the, how, the, how the fuck do you fuck up this bad, Christian Honor? Explain to me. So how he explained it was, the budget cap is basically a set of rules. And the FAA, like, sends over, like, hey, here, here's your budget cap, whatever. So Christian Hohner explains that the way that they interpreted the rules was different than how it actually was so he basically said that they thought of it as similar to like being um, audited but it's not so that's that's why they like fucked up so bad so one of the make big things was catering i
1: can't believe that I can't <laughs> it was believe catering that.
0: because he said in his in the press conference that he was like we wholeheartedly believe that we want to like care for our team as much as possible we didn't even count it towards the budget cap they basically were like we didn't think this counted towards the budget cap because we thought the budget cap was just the car like just working on the car like we didn't think that catering was involved in this like are you fucking kidding me like so so yeah so they basically took all the money that was used for the car like in the budget cap they just apply it towards the car things related to the car not towards other things like catering and sick leave and something else there was like a third thing but those were the two big things it was sick leave like pay time off for sick leave for covid and catering
1: wow i can't believe that
0: (laughs) yeah so those were the main obviously there's a bunch of other little things because Red Bull just needs to hire new accountants now because it's like, it's just, but um, those were the big things that he said that that was the reason why. And he was also just explaining that like the rules and interpretations that the FIA put on the budget cap were just, just confusing enough that the... That it could be interpreted in multiple different ways. So that's that was his argument. I was like this could be interpreted in many different ways. So they need to kind of fix that. But to be fair, the budget cap's only well, a year too old. So I mean, it's like yeah,
1: this is yeah. And
0: I also read that the budget cap's actually going down in 2024. I think
1: yeah, I think that was the plan. Like we're gonna slowly lower it over it's, time. I think
0: it's going to like 138 million now instead of 142 million. It's like it's going down. Like. Yeah that's so.
1: uh i can't believe catering is a part of that
0: literally like he literally <laughs> mentioned the catering thing and he was like yeah like because they just didn't count it like they were like yeah we're not going to put this towards the budget cap because it's not because that was a part of the world they just interpreted it that way that that this isn't part of the budget cap they're so. gonna
1: lose a half a second of car pace cause they yeah, food. because they brought
0: yeah because they brought they're gonna much be food. bringing the
1: fucking white castle to every race <laughs> next year
0: literally oh my god that's
1: crazy I can't. I can't believe that yeah. I mean people were joking about it so it like had to have come from somewhere but I I can't believe that that's true yeah it's crazy it is crazy um you know I was thinking when I was thinking so I was like damn seven million that's a lot I wonder if that's the most the biggest fine anyone has ever gotten in f1 oh so here's the top four biggest fines in f1 history, <laughs> Yay! courtesy of a tweet wF wTf1 sent. Oh to yeah, me personally. You
0: personally. Yeah,
1: they DM me like, "Hey, say this on the thing." Yeah. All right, so I, clocking in at number four.
0: <laughs> That's the right number <laughs> on your head. Uh,
1: we've got Ferrari Austria 2002. So I don't know if you guys know about Austria 2002, but Ferrari did some team orders. Mm. They made they made their drivers swap positions. They made they made Rubens Barrichello get out of the way of Michael Schumacher on the last lap out of the last turn at the Austrian Grand Prix. What so, idiot. like, they were like, yeah, you got to get out of the way, and he led him by, like, literally on the final straight to the oh race. Like, God. Rubens Barrichello led the whole race. Uh, Ferrari were fined $1 million for that. Damn. So, uh, I think Team Warners were banned at the time or something. I don't know, but um, it's a pretty controversial moment in F1 history. I
0: mean, not think they should be banned now, but it's okay. <laughs>
1: Um, number three, this one's kind of political. I had to do some research on this one and I hate it, but uh, number three is to the race organizers for the 2006 Turkish Grand Prix.
0: Okay. Uh,
1: so the guy who handed Felipe Massa, who won the trophy, was referred to as the president of the Turkish Republic of Northern Cyprus, which apparently is a country or a territory that is only recognized by Turkey. Oh. And so the Republic of Cyprus filed a complaint with the FIA. And so the FIA did an investigation and they find the FIA, they, they find the organizers of the Turkish Grand Prix $5 million. Why? Because, because I guess, because it's like a political thing. Like it's the, the Northern, the northern,
0: so like he wasn't like a real dude, is what they're the, saying. The, like, the,
1: no, none of the the rest of the world does not recognize the Turkish Republic of Northern Cyprus oh, as a country. Oh, so I see, I see. So it's Cyprus basically, was like
0: it would basically be like if the U.S. Grand Prix organizers were like, yeah, yeah, Texas is a country. <laughs> like we got, yeah, the, we got the, the we got the we got the president of Texas yeah, here. Yeah, the like, president
1: of Texas <laughs> gave <laughs> gave uh, Max Verstappen his trophy, and the U.S filed a complaint with the FIA. Yeah. They would have done that because politically. No, 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 no.
0: If they would have been like the president of Texas, but then they would have said, this is the president of the United States. Then the U.S. would be like, no, 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 he's the president of Texas. We do not recognize that. Like,
1: So some weird fucking political shit. Who cares? But weird. five million. <laughs>
0: five million. Uh, five millies, bro.
1: Number two. You may be familiar with them. With this one. Because it's for Red Bull. And it's what we were just talking about. It's the budget cap. Seven million dollars. Hey. We just talked about this. So it's
0: not the highest. One. Nope. Okay. Nope. The
1: number one. This could be an episode one day. Like a sprint episode. But I think it would be pretty boring. So I'm. Well. It's not going to be a sprint episode. I'm going to talk about it right now. Fucking Um, So basically in 2007. McLaren were fined. Because supposedly. They like hired. A Guy who used to work at Ferrari and they up illegally obtained documents about that year's (gasps) Ferrari car.
0: Oh, it's called
1: Spygate. Uh, it happened in 2007. There's a lot of conspiracies about it. McLaren were fined 100 million dollars for
0: that. (laughs) 100 million dollars. Wow, yeah, I don't think anybody's gonna touch that for a hot minute. That's yeah, honestly, that's fair. I would honestly, I would honestly slap somebody with that kind of fine for that kind of shit. That's 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 slimy. That's just rude. That's like that's like if if the NFL, like if you if you obtain another coach and they they shared their entire playbook.
1: Yeah, I, there's a lot of fun conspiracies. That was 2007. Lewis Hamilton almost won the championship in his rookie season that year. Was They're it he
0: running for McLaren. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So
1: there is like. This is like a real conspiracy theory. I don't know who came up with it. Clearly they're on something, but there's like Lewis Hamilton had like a mysterious engine issue mm-hmm. in the in the Brazilian Grand Prix, the championship race, and there's like a conspiracy theory that McLaren had like like a radar gun, like with the uh, with the whiz- <laughs> like they, no, like they your <laughs> race. They had like a gun that like shot some signal some at force. Lewis Hamilton's engine and shut it down. Like they remotely shot Shut his engine down with like some sort of beam gun or something. Oh my
0: god.
1: I don't know if that's, I I saw it in a video that's like, this is a conspiracy about it. Like, I I know it sounds like bullshit, but someone said this.
0: That is so random. What the (laughs) heck?
1: So, it's a whole can of worms, but that is the biggest find in F1 history, according to WTF1. Sounds like a completely legitimate publication. Yes, Um, they are. so
0: honestly i found a lot of stuff on them before for the sprint episodes and stuff so but we like them get sponsor us if you have enough money
1: on <laughs> different youtube channels sponsored by wtf1 go have... to
0: wtf1.com It's spelled wtf <laughs> the number one.com
1: they have their own podcast so technically this is our this is our rival
0: <laughs> do not go to wtf.com no, i'm just kidding <laughs>
1: You can do whatever you want. Um, Mexican Grand
0: Prix. Ole! Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, we are not starting this Mexican Grand Prix talk without playing this absolute banger of a song that they released. Like, are you kidding me? Hold on.
1: They played it for the starting grid.
0: That was so good. I I was like,
1: they they did that. That was the
0: Mexican, and for those that don't know, it was the 60th anniversary of the Mexican Grand Prix. I didn't know that. Yep, (laughs) it was the 60th anniversary. Um, So that's why they kind of like celebrated, and they had the fancy little song. They had a lot of people dressed up on the grid. They celebrated, bro. But anyways, yes. So the Mexican Grand Prix um, was celebrating its 60th anniversary this year. Um, We had some fun. Uh, Dia de los Muertos was also earlier this week, so it was a fun little celebration as well. Um, they had over like 400,000 people as well there. 400,000 million, That 400, yeah. They had 400 million. <laughs> 400 million people. Um, but yeah, they had 400,000 people there. Um, obviously the biggest the biggest driver that all the fans love was Sergio Checo Perez, as that is his home race. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was. Uh, no, let's start with you. What? what, what How would you feel about the Mexican Grand Prix?
1: Kind of sucked.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: I agree. Uh, you know, Mexico is a very weird track. Yeah. Um, I think it's interesting from a perspective. It is very, very, very high above sea level.
0: Yep. So talked about that.
1: So. It is interesting because you'll have teams, even though it's more similar to like Monza, like a high speed, like straight line speed track. But you'll have teams bring crazy high downforce setups. Yep. Because there's very light air up there, very
0: thin. But uh, Mexico also has the world rec- world record time or speed for an F one race. I think it was like three hundred something really? kilometers. Yeah. Yeah, that
1: I mean, it's so like that
0: one fucking straightaway. Yeah, that
1: long straightaway. Like yeah.
0: the, f- uh, the the straightaway from the starting line to turn one is like a mile long. or something. It's like crazy. <laughs> like it's so, it's the longest straight on the calendar, I think,
1: too. Right now, probably. Probably. I think yeah. probably right now. Yeah. Um. So it's it's one of those things where they always talk about like reliability. Yeah. and all that stuff and tires like the tires are gonna get whipped super quickly yeah but like honestly like I I haven't really thought about it because honestly the Mexican Grand Prix like yearly is probably the one I always miss the most because I've basically always worked on Sundays for the past <laughs> 2017 odd years I know yeah. that wasn't how you'd say that but like um I so I basically never watched this race yeah um and so it's kind of always been like this Mm -hmm. and it's so late in the season that everyone's kind of just like all right back off don't don't use up your stuff like yeah so ferrari were basically nowhere this weekend because they caught mercedes syndrome the past few years mercedes always bad at mexico because their engine is designed to get the clean air and there's not a lot of air there so (laughs) yeah it's um it (laughs) What'd you think? I bet you loved it, Delaney.
0: Um, <laughs> Based
1: off what you told me your dad did.
0: <laughs> I, I, I liked the idea of the Mexican Grand Prix. Obviously, as we know now, Checo is my favorite driver right now. So I liked, I liked seeing it. It was fun. The pre-race was fun. Um, but the race itself was quite boring. There was a few cool things about the race. I mean, the whole Daniel Ricciardo thing, um, you know, you know, the whole pit stop thing. There was like a lot of talk about pit stops and like, oh, are they gonna hang, you know, Verstappen out to dry, like blah, blah, whatever. Like all that stuff. The one cool thing I will say is this race really showed that Max Verstappen is an uh, absolute unit when it comes to not only running in the front, but also just racing in general, because I saw some stats um, from after his first pit stop all the way till the end of the race, they basically asked him to run just one twenty-twos um for each lap just because to conserve the tires. And this man ran one minute and twenty-two seconds for every single lap except for the two laps that were under the VSCs. Every single lap was one twenty-two. That's crazy. Like he that he has that much discipline and that much just like skill now. Max Verstappen in twenty seventeen would not be able to do that.
1: I think he literally didn't like there's one max there's one year max for stat maybe it was brazil or mexico but they're like hey we need you to run a certain lap time and then the next lap they're like hey you're like way above it we need this time he's like sorry i just want to win or whatever yeah yeah yeah, definitely so i think
0: i think oh i mean to be fair he has already won everything so i feel like maybe (laughs) now he's like yeah sure i can run that time i don't care whatever but that's still just really cool to see that like he has he could do that um but yeah, obviously everything was pretty cool. My my fave, my new fave, Daniel Ricardo, all of a sudden decided, hey, just fucking, hey, I'm an came F1 back. driver yeah. now. <laughs> like he like came alive like in Mexico. So. He needs to
1: wreck more people and get penalties because yeah. then he just I didn't even realize that he finished. Seven, like I didn't but realize he passed so many people thing. and broke through the penalty thing. Like,
0: oh, yeah, like he it <laughs> was like trucking through. Yeah. Here's my thing so, here's what happened he, he crashed into Yuki Tsunoda in a very, in a quite similar way that I don't know, little George Russell did to Carlos Sainz in the US Grand Prix not even a week earlier. So, this goes back to our, our similar argument about the US Grand Prix about um, the Stewarts and how different they are and how different they steward um in each race so we saw the crash uh or i guess daniel ricardo kind of like push yuki sinoda off the track but if you kind of watch it it's like a similar situation between carlos Sainz and george russell where it's like eh, okay yeah i guess that's daniel ricardo's fault but i mean it's kind of one of those weird circumstances um daniel ricardo got a 10 second time penalty for that that's kind of that's, that's kind of like what the fuck <laughs> like, that's kind of a lot so when daniel ricardo heard that on the radio he said i bet he was running like what 13th 14th at that time
1: he was i don't he was probably passing yuki Sonoda for like 10th or something so yeah
0: like he was he was in the bottom 10 and so he was like all right but i'm gonna fly and he literally for I, I don't know if it was because he was on the soft tires at this point or what but he was just zooming and he passed so many people and he got up in front of esteban ocon, was it esteban ocon? i think so he got up in front of esteban ocon and created a 13 second gap to stay and clinch and hold seventh place which is just crazy like that that to me i was just like when i was watching him race like that i was like dude where was this for the past year <laughs> and a half like you you could have you could for still real. have a job at the <laughs> if you race like this like what the fuck i'm happy that he, that he that he ran like that but like come on man like yeah all of a sudden you get a 10 second time penalty and you're like okay now it's game time it's <laughs> hammer like, time <laughs> he
1: came back from the off season <laughs> literally like,
0: oh, oh. oh oh i'm awake now. <laughs> like.
1: It's yeah, funny. I didn't even think about that, like the inconsistent stewarding thing. At first, I was like, why would they give him a penalty for that? But yeah. he kind of did, like... He
0: if you didn't, watch it, it, it from the top view, it, like, not only does he... It, it would be different if he bumped him and then like, kind of, like, turned away, but he kind of, like, bumped him and, like, kept going <laughs> into the turn with Yuki Sinatra, like, on his front wing. But did you notice how no front wing end plates got broken during that collision?
1: Hmm, interesting. 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 Mm-hmm, uh, McLaren. <laughs> I think my only guess is that the penalty was bigger for Daniel Ricardo and and not for George Russell because George Russell's was a first lap incident. And uh, so fair. that would be my guess is that they gave him a little bit of leeway. 5 seconds of leeway to be exact. Yeah. Um that's my guess. Um I don't know for sure. And because it was turn
0: 1 for George Russell yeah. too and this is like so, it's kind of like the only two people on that turn. So, so I mean
1: like you're you're bound to get a little crowded into turn 1 at any race. So yeah. He, he, he drove great. Like, that was definitely, yeah. I think he won driver They Definitely. Totally deserved Definitely it. deserved that. Um, I thought it was super cool. Um, almost sad that he's going now. It's yeah. Sad. Like see, it's, now you know. Um, but he's, I, it, Daniel Ricardo might be one of those things that once he's gone, I'll realize, oh, shit. Oh, shit. I miss him. No, I'm sad. But, um, um, I think they should change turn one of the, of the Mexican Grand Prix. I don't think they should. I think they should not do the chicane like how they do it. This is going to be impossible for me to... <laughs> I'm, I'm animating my hand so Delaney can see it. But you yeah, know how it yeah. goes. I think it should just go straight and then turn. Yeah. Like, like sort like of like, right, like, like it's still a hairpin, yeah. but you kind of extend the DRS zone a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Just because... I. I don't know. Like uh, Mexico needs some change, I think. Like yeah, I just don't it's think so it's hard a, to pass I don't kind of even I think mean. it's necessarily a horrible track just given the given the air situation, I think it needs a little bit of changing. So, yeah. um
0: Well, did you know that Mexico City is actually built um on an old dried up lake?
1: I did not know that.
0: Yeah, so Mexico City is actually on a lake on a mountain. Fun fact.
1: I didn't know that. Yep, you learn something new every day.
0: I think it's like the I'm I'm totally getting it wrong, and I'm gonna be. I apologize. I I want to say it was the Mayans, but it may not. It may have been the Aztecs, but one of the native people of Mexico, like there there was a lake, and they built a city on in in the middle of the lake, and then the lake dried up because of. Global warming and other things, I think. I don't know. I'm like blanking on the whole story. But there, it's it's an old lake, basically. So it's in the valley of a mountain, but it's still high up in altitude. So
1: Cool. Cool. They should put a lake back and drive over it or something. Or like, Well,
0: aquaplaning. <laughs> they should just
1: plane in some water. We kind of got Mercedes versus Red Bull, but like not eh, really. Like, I don't know. No. I think we talked about it in the Dutch Grand Prix episode. We talked about in the Dutch Grand Prix was the one where George Russell kind of just like said, "Hey, I'm pitting. Like, oh yeah, let yeah. me pit." And we were all like, "Yeah, George Russell, you do that, girl. <laughs> <Yeah>. um,
0: <laughs> you go, girl." But I think mind he, you, it was under a safety car too, though. So. Yeah,
1: I think he tried to do that again. He did, they and shut they him did out. not let him. And obviously, hindsight, you know. And I'm just sitting on the couch, but like, <laughs> Daniel Ricardo did pretty damn good going from mediums to softs. Yeah. I think that's what they should have done. I'm surprised. I don't I'm know su-
0: why they put them on hard tires. I don't
1: know why anyone put anyone on hard tires. That was a like s- it's big like big <laughs> fuck up.
0: And even even Lewis Hamilton was like, "Are we sure we're on the right tires?" Like
1: <laughs> I think I think Mercedes and Ferrari swapped for this race.
0: <laughs> they were like, "Hey, do you want to borrow our uh, strategy? So you guys need it really quick for this race." And Ferrari's like, "Oh yeah, yeah. Will said you are the best strategist for the race. Do not worry, Carl. Go over there." And Carl's like, "Yeah, sure. you're gonna need to put the uh, <laughs> yeah the hard tires. You're gonna I want to
1: do Plan G." And- no, uh, that's the hard tire.
0: They're like, "Uh, car. sure if- about that?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We do this for our all the time. Don't worry, don't and worry. And we're
1: famous for our strategies. We're
0: famous <laughs> for our strategies. Do not worry.
1: <laughs> so that 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 reminds me. Um, Mercedes spent the whole time saying, "Oh yeah, we think the mediums are gonna fall off.
0: Yeah, we think they they're gonna fall that. off. They were like but, waiting for Max to pit again. But we, what I think we
1: know about F one is that they have a lot of data. They collect a lot of data. And Red Bull probably knew exactly what what they need. I mean, they knew exactly what they needed to do to get the mediums to the end, to run 122s. So question, do you think F1 teams have access to too too much data and it is ruining F1? Oh,
0: yeah, for sure. (laughs) I I think in a sense it helps them when it comes to the strategies of tires. But I think it's like when you have a team like Red Bull that is just dominating the field and they're just like, flying through i just think that's a tough one i think i think yes it's good to have data for when you need to conserve your tires like they did for max um that's the only reason why he did not pit for the second time because they knew that hey if you just run 122s your tires will be you'll be lit for the rest of the race you're good um but the question becomes does do all the teams have that data i don't think so i think that's red bull's data from last year maybe
1: and practice.
0: And practice. So it's like that's I guess just, you know, do data better, Mercedes. Cause you
1: can essentially know exactly what you need to do on a particular tire before particular you even occasion. put it on. Like before that before that tire's even bolted on. Yeah. You know exactly what you gotta do. Like it's almost like they can basically predict the whole race beforehand if everything stays consistent like obviously a safety car and stuff like that but it's kind of crazy and um i don't know i think there was talks like maybe they should limit practice so that they don't have as much time to only one (laughs) to um get all the data from the the rate for for all the tires but
0: yeah i don't know i think because they have different packages it's hard to say yeah, let's get rid of practices. If then the team doesn't know what package to put on, then it like then I could just actually tank a team for that race if they put the wrong package on.
1: I think that's the fun. <laughs> I think like, that could be. Like, I could I, be. Well, I just that would be the a. World that burn. would be a big story. Like if you're if Red Bull completely miss it one weekend. Yeah. That would be.
0: I think they would still find a way to adapt around the. They
1: would. They definitely would. Like it. It. It would probably. Limiting practice, I don't think would actually really do that much. No. Um, only if I think it only does it if you expect there to be more practice. Like if it rained for FP1 and FP2. Yeah. And they only had FP3. Yeah. For the dry, then I think the race would have been really interesting with the tire strategies. But if you know you only got one practice session to do it, they'll figure it out. Right. So yeah, Mercedes versus Red Bull didn't really happen.
0: No, it didn't really happen. It just it was a really sad moment for Mercedes. That's okay. Red Bull won.
1: They'll be back. They, will. Um, I
0: know they're kind of hyping about for Brazil. They're like Mercedes is, is, is it trajectory for to be on pole because I don't think they were ever Brazil. close,
1: Mercedes. But if anyone was going to beat Red Bull this weekend, it would have been them. So yeah. they've been close a couple times. Like they probably could have won Hungary. They probably could have won the Dutch Grand Prix, USA, and Mexico. So that's four. Four, Four losses. You've yeah. got to win one of them eventually, right?
0: Yep. And now we have two more races until Lewis Hamilton finally has an entire season since he started that he has not won a single race.
1: Will that happen? No, we'll um, see. He didn't win in Mexico because Max Verstappen won. Then our predictions second, are going to be wrong, bro. And then our predictions are way fucking wrong. <laughs> yeah. Um, Perez finished third. At least he got a podium.
0: I, ain't I was happy hoping, about that. yeah. He got uh, third last year. So it's like. At least he didn't do worse than last year. That I mean, in my mind, I wish he would have gotten second or first. But um, at least he didn't do worse. He got third as he did last year. Um, his dad and his son and his wife are very cute, and his daughter are very cute. Every time that we go to Mexico, we see Checo's dad. It like makes my heart smile because he's just so like proud of his son, it's so cute. So he runs around this little Mexican flag like yay. and I'm like oh. <laughs> we don't ever see any like parents really. Not really. Like that's not even Lawrence
1: Stroll. I've seen him in a minute.
0: Lawrence, nope. (laughs) I mean, I I should say that we saw Lewis Hamilton's dad.
1: He was at this race.
0: (laughs) He was at this race, and I think he was at Silverstone.
1: That makes sense.
0: So I we saw those parents, but like other than that, we don't really see anybody else's. Of course, we see Yost every so often, but
1: yeah, because he created that. Child in a lab. He like, <laughs> build me the perfect race car driver.
0: <laughs> I will buy anything. I will sell my soul.
1: Um, but uh during the podium interviews, Lewis Hamilton who finished second was booed. Which it was yeah. crazy because before the race started, I was thinking like, damn, America in general, North, South, America. Yeah. We've done a hell of a job with this F1 stuff because so we didn't far, have yeah. any flares, like we didn't fucking sexually harass anyone at least that i know of <laughs> right. um europe is pretty crazy over there but i was like yeah we're really taking in this like as a european thing coming over here and we're embracing it yeah yeah and then they booed they well, booed lewis hamilton which i don't really actually care that much that they did it but in
0: other places like people made such a big deal about it but like i get it we should it was okay so here's the thing
1: it happens at, like, every It literally race. does. Like, I,
0: like, it happened for Max for, like, four or five races this year, and, like, nobody cried for him, so whatever. Um, but the way that they do the post-race interviews for the podium, I think are so interesting because sometimes they'll do third to first, and sometimes they'll, they'll do first to third. I think they did first to third because of Checo. They wanted to end... Probably. on him. That like I get sense. it. Yeah. Um, so when they did Max first, everyone was like, Yay, Max, like you won. And then when Lewis came up, you can literally hear it in the audio. He starts they start to boo him as he starts to talk. And it literally like you could hear like a switch, and then they'll and all of a sudden you hear this like repeating, like, yay, like cheering. And the other thing, another reason why I like Sergio Perez so much, is as he went up, he started talking, you can see in the video behind Lewis Hamilton, Sergio Perez is waving his finger. Finger
1: wag, legendary. Legendary <laughs> finger,
0: like, no, 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 at the audience. So, what a king. Can you drop this? Can you drop this, oh, your crowd. And then, and then for some reason, I don't know what it is about, about people who speak another language like, speaking their native language to, like, their people. Like, every time, like, somebody goes to, like, I don't think we do this at any other base. Like, like, Max isn't speaking Dutch to the Dutch fans when he goes to the Dutch Grand Prix. Like, when when Checo went up to the mic and really they were talking, and then he was like, you can respond in Spanish. Like, when he started speaking, I don't know what it was, me and my dad both got choked up. We were both like, oh my God, like, that's amazing. Like, it was just so cool to see him just like, and everybody was like, yeah! Like, when he was, like, speaking in Spanish. Like, that was just cool. Like, I mean.
1: Yeah, that doesn't,
0: it doesn't happen, really. I, don't,
1: I guess I don't know if they ever interview anyone on the podium for their home race, like, besides. I mean, That's Max, Max Verstappen, obviously. That's but what I mean. did, yeah. yeah. But he's not um, going to
0: speak, like, he's not going to be like, I'm going to speak in Dutch to my Dutch fans. Because I feel like in, in in Europe, it's it's very common for people to learn English. But, like, I think in Mexico it's not as common as as people might think. And maybe they do, but, I mean, I think in Europe you go to pretty much any European country and you can try to speak English people, and they'll be like, oh, okay, and they get by pretty good but i feel like when you go to mexico it's like you go to some parts of mexico like you're not gonna really find many people speaking english so um yeah that was that was very heartfelt very touching and also the uh guy that was giving the interviews is actually the mexican um commentator for like the mexican channel for oh really so that's why he was
1: i mean yeah that is that is cool when they get to say their um yeah get to be home oh yeah i I definitely can feel that energy when like when Lewis Hamilton speaks English on the British Grand Prix podium, I
0: feel that. that.
1: I feel that. It's
0: like chip, chip, cheerio. All
1: right, go ahead.
0: <laughs> um, speaking of the podium too, the Mexico also has a weird podium where they actually raise the car up. Um, whoever the winner is, they put it there and they raise the car up. And I thought it was funny when the commentator said, I wonder who has assigned that insurance bill. <laughs> Cause that made me laugh. I was like, Oh my God, I can't even imagine if that like failed and like, the car comes crashing down on the elevator, like, oh god, that would yeah, be, be
1: fucked.
0: Yeah. So yeah, that was kind of the Mexican Grand Prix. Um, the only other bit of news that we have is that for the rest of the season, I I want to see the rest of the season, but it may they may do it for Abu Dhabi. Um, the Red Bull crew, i.e., um, Max Verstappen, Sergio Perez, Christian Honer, and Dr. Hamar, Hamar helmet helmet oh my god i keep saying hammer helmet doc ham doc ham uh dr helmet will not be receiving any sort of press um interviews from any of these sky sports people
1: i think it might already be over actually
0: i thought it was from mexico and brazil
1: i think it was i think it was supposed to be but i think it's over already honestly
0: jk then they like
1: (laughs) bitched out or something but if just in case you tell us tell us why they did this delaney
0: they did this know. i i kind of know because i watched one of the press conferences after uh the mexico Grand period like one of the interviews was like so max can you explain why like you and Checo and they were like can you explain like why this uh why you guys aren't talking to sky sports and max basically was just like i'm done being disrespected because i think what's happening is like i think i think i feel like we've had a conversation about this about british media being like really brutal and just brutally honest and just like super like so, like, how how the fuck did this happen? Like, being really upfront about their interviews. So, I think they they just kept bringing up Abu Dhabi last year. And Max was like, can you stop? Like, I'm, like, what the heck? Like, we're on a whole new season now. Like, can you just put that in the past? Because he literally said in the uh, press conference, like, they just, like, the past is the past. And, like, if they can't keep, if they can't move on, then, like, we don't even want to talk to them. And I think even Lewis Hamilton made a, made a statement or made a tweet or something about just, like, the press in general this year have just been very yeah, brutal to them. <laughs> he, yeah. He's just like, it's not yeah. just Red Bull. It's just like in general, like the press has just been very
1: yeah. ouch. I think he's specifically mad at Ted Kravitz, who's the pit reporter for Sky Sports, oh. who, you know, I don't know I
0: this tea. to Spill this tea.
1: <laughs> I, I He just says like, he. I think he just said like, Lewis Hamilton, like, it got stolen away from him. And, oh, and yeah, so, yeah. and he kind of, he's talked about it. Like, he's talked about Abu Dhabi. Like, we don't want that to happen again, which we don't. But, like, just the, just the way he talks about it. Like, mm-hmm. Ted Kravitz has been doing this for a long time. But I have watched, like, replays of races where he kind of sucks on Lewis Hamilton, like, a little bit too much. Like, he's, like, a right. br- I mean, they're British, obviously. But, yeah. like, it's, like. Shut the fuck up, dude. Yeah, like he, I, they, 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 they're they like, a British,
0: they're a British channel. They're a British network. Of course they're going to love their Brits. Like they just love Lewis Hamilton so much, but I think I agree with Red Bull and I agree with Max where it's just like, it's in the past, get over it. Like if you're going to, if you're going to trash talk to me, if you're going to disrespect me, like disrespect me about the present, like just get over like shit that's already out of our control. Like,
1: yeah, it's, it on. is, it is annoying. I don't, I, I kind of hope that they keep doing it till Brazil. Yeah, but I feel like it's ended already. I feel like they're like, yeah, we're done with it. Like,
0: whatever, Unless we're done with you. this. Yeah, until yeah, Red Bull intended to accept interviews with Sky Sports TV again. Oh, at at grid, yeah. So it's already done. So they probably only did it for U.S. and Mexico, which honestly, I'm sure Sky Sports wasn't hurting with that because they're <laughs> like. I mean, they still the got to races. interview them
1: for the F1 stuff, so they could probably just air someone else's interview, or yeah, or they've just got the F1 interviews in general so yeah. like they still got the coverage on on that so yeah
0: but i think it shows because like max like doesn't do drive to survive and like we all know that so it's like i think it just shows that like max doesn't fuck around when it comes to media which i kind of respect i mean like i think you have like media obligations and you have stuff you have to do as a as a as a somebody who's an athlete as like in a sport like all sports have like the media obligations and shit so i think for max to just be like no i don't, I don't want to do that like that's kind of like okay I respect that. Like, you know, like you just, he knows his line. He knows when to stop and he knows like, I don't like it.
1: Yeah. I thought it was, I, I don't blame him. Um, Like I said, I just should have done it longer. This should have been the whole rest of the season. But I guess what's really the point of that, honestly, kind of said what you got to say, honestly. So
0: what did Ted Kravitz say? After the F1 U.S. United States Grand Prix, he said Lewis Hamilton doesn't win a race all year and then finally comes back at a track where he could win the first race all year. So he said badly with the same guy who won the race he was robbed in the previous year and manages to finish ahead of him. What a script to a story that would have been, but that's not the way the script turned out today, was it? Because the guy that beat him after being robbed, at, he said not only did he say it once, he said it twice. <laughs>
1: uh, it's kind of confusing because he's talking about the U.S.
0: He is. He's it's, it
1: almost sounds like he's saying he was robbed at the United States Grand Prix last year, right. which did not happen. Did not I did happen. see that race. Like, like
0: a, <laughs> I think he's refer He's definitely referring to Abu Dhabi, and I think that's like I get it, but it's like okay, dude, chill. <laughs> uh, because the guy that beat him after being robbed actually overtook him because he's got a quicker car because of engineering and Formula One, and design, and pretty much because of Adrian Newey, Red Bull Chief Technical Officer over there.
1: I don't, uh, I, it doesn't really I don't make know why he'd it twice, I don't know why he, I mean, yeah, Max Verstappen is the better stuff this year, I, I don't, I don't get what his point is besides mentioning that he was robbed last year. Yeah, and, and
0: Max's Max's response was very quick, and it was very Poignant, which was just—it's been a classic kind of like digging, being disrespectful, especially one particular person at one point. It's enough. I won't accept it. That's it. So I mean, it's not that just he just said that one thing. I think Sky Sports in general has has been digging at Red Bull.
1: I think it's Ted Kravitz specifically. Like even yeah. in that Italy, when the safety car came out at the end of Italy, like he mm-hmm. talked about, like we don't want this again or what or like something like that. Yeah. I don't remember. I think I was working, but. It was like, what is it? Fucking October, November? Like, you know.
0: And it literally says Brundle backs Kravitz as Red Bull's uh, Sky boycott leads to abuse. I don't know. Sky Sports is under. does a lot of scrutiny right now. Like, fucking the F1 TV don't like them. Red Bull doesn't like them. Like, this is like, this is honestly some, like, petty-ass shit because, like, Martin Brundle, like tweeted oh for the avoidance of doubt my friend and, and colleague for the past 26 years at ted kravitz has my full support face-to-face dialogue is the only way to sort out issues and disputes in the the relentless crucible of the f1 paddock we all have opinions and different jobs to do that's life it's crazy it's it's just it's yeah i
1: don't know i don't know it's over now so but i i don't i think abu Dhabi. i let's stop talking about it. It you was like, cool. You know,
0: like, literally again, like it's definitely something to talk about in the sense of just like, that was crazy. But like the whole, like he was robbed thing. Like that. It's
1: different for Ted Kravitz to say he's robbed than just like us to say he's robbed. Exactly. And I think it's weird,
0: like-, like, I think, I think it should be. And I, I will say that F1 TV does this quite well. They're very, like you even said about the grid walk. Like they're very like, data they're very much like here's how the cars are going to do like here's how the teams are doing like they're very much more like centered on the car and the sport when sky sports is so centered on the drivers and i understand that like i know a lot of the new fans are coming from drive to survive where it was about the drivers and it was like oh i want to know all the drama but it's like we don't really need to feed into that because it's just toxic it's fun, but we don't need to feed into it as like a, a major news outlet that people go to to watch. Just watch the race. Like, like yeah. if we want to see the drama, we'll just wait till next year to watch Drive to Survive. Yeah. Like, in terms of
1: pit reporters, I think Will Buxton's actually the champ. Like number one back when. Yeah. Back when NBC had their own coverage of F1, he was the pit reporter. Um, I don't watch F1 TV's coverage because I don't really like.
0: I don't like their during the race.
1: I think Jolien Palmer is like a little bit too smart. Like a little yes. bit too. Like this and this and technical and all that, and I'm like, whoa, 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 You're whoa. You're like, what are
0: you saying, Jolie? Gonna- and I'll
1: watch your roundup after the race, but yeah, whoa, 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 whoa. Don't talk about all that during the thing. I'm just trying right. to watch Cargo Vroom. So
0: <laughs> and um, Big Turn.
1: <laughs> so yeah, but uh, yeah, that's um, it's it's resolved, but it is a pretty. It's a. I don't think it's the last time we're going to be hearing of something like this. Like I no. think I think that will be a big big sort of talk about all that. Um, yeah, at the end of the season. Which is crazy because I thought all the Sky Sports guys were like in Abu Dhabi. That's the craziest thing I've ever seen. Which I guess they haven't said it isn't, but
0: right. I think where I where was that? Where's all the fanfare? Where's all the fanfare of that? It, yeah, I just like point blank. I think it would just you can't change Abu Dhabi anymore. It's almost been a fucking year. Just get over it. Just say wow, that was crazy. But again, the whole like he was robbed. I think that's where
1: maybe they'll get their revenge this year and. Lewis Hamilton will win the Abu Dhabi Grand Prix. Oh, yeah. He wins one race. <laughs>
0: Woo. There we go. That's what they want.
1: Um, I don't know.
0: But the Sky Sports will spin it like, oh should have happened last year. The upset. Year. <laughs> the upset. They
1: might be more happy about that than they were of the <laughs> champion last year. Like, the king
0: remains on the podium, very top. It's Sir Lewis Hamilton. Sir Lewis Hamilton <laughs> comes back to win the Abu Dhabi Grand Prix after last year's misfortune <laughs> and robbery.
1: <laughs> after he was robbed. i Rob! will say that. They'll get that punch in on the final corner so they have yeah. to include it, everything. Yep. Um, but that's Abu Dhabi and yeah. Yeah, that's all. Woo.
0: woo
1: um, We're so excited for Abu Dhabi, right? Next up is the Brazilian Grand Prix. The Sao Paulo. The Sao Paulo Grand Prix. I like Brazil. It's usually a pretty good one. Yeah, yeah. There is a sprint race. So Zoom. for the final time this season, we will be... Maybe talking about a sprint race. I don't, I don't think we really see. I don't think we really did a whole lot of talking about it for Austria, but no. Um maybe it'll be maybe it'll be fucking lit. I don't know. Um we'll see about that. But Brazil, um uh, that's this episode of not on this occasion. Yes. It's dope, it's funky fresh like all the rest of them. Um <laughs>
0: <That's> fucking <laughs> Noel's gonna break it down for us
1: all right um i don't have anything else to say give Um, this
0: give it a like give a follow
1: five stars on spotify that is something you can do some people still say that that they didn't know you could do that you can (laughs) um
0: we are on apple Podcasts.
1: we're on apple Podcasts. we're on a ton of different stuff you can click on the link tree i'm assuming but if you're already listening to it you probably don't need to find somewhere else to listen to it um, but you can, if you want to, if, if, you, want. if you want to listen to it on iHeartRadio instead, like it's Beat there, I guess, uh, it doesn't make a difference. I don't think, um, but yeah, check out the, uh, the new, the new album art or whatever. I don't yeah. know if any of you guys noticed that the logo was off center the entire time this podcast has been running, but it hasn't, it's not anymore and it looks yay. like an official thing now. So
0: yay! woo.
1: Yay! Hooray! Dora! Alright. That's it. Anything else to. Blah. <laughs> Alright. Cut it. Episode's over. Forever.
0: Let's believe